Where do you go for comics new and old? Where do you see your favorite television and movie stars? And where do you go to see the best in cosplay? Wizard World Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con offers live entertainment and gaming, comics new and old, cosplay, toys and memorabilia, and a chance to meet your favorite television and movie stars. For news, celebrity updates, and tickets to future shows, go to wizardworld.com. Don't feel like paying full price? No problem. Use promo code CANDAIR at checkout to get 10% off your tickets. So, where are you going to go for your pop culture fix? Wizard World Comic Con. Go to wizardworld.com for tickets. Well, hello out there, everybody. This is Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, too. And uh, also some guy named Jim Cummings. You're not going to believe this, but you are listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Good job. Keep it up. everyone and welcome to another episode of Canned Air, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today to talk about uh, a Kickstarter that by the time you're hearing this is going to have ended and successfully been funded at that. We did it. <laughs> Glad we could help. <laughs> uh, it's, it's called Along a Burning River, Stories from Ohio. It's like an anthology uh, from Ohio creators about stories from Ohio. We welcome Todd Zirloff to the show. Todd, it's awesome to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. It's great to be here. We've got a good episode for you folks at home today. It being, we recorded this, uh, we're recording this on November 12th, Tuesday, and just so happens to be Disney Plus launch day. So, what, I, you know, this is kind of a, an event. This is kind of an, a happening, you know, pop culture-wise, right? It yeah. is, yep. So why not just spend the episode talking about it and uh, just digging right into it, getting our, our first, our founder circle look at it as as the website's calling it. Did you get that message when you signed up, the founder circle I message? I didn't get anything when I signed up. I, was, mm. I thought I would get an email, but nothing. Hmm. I guess I'm better than you. I was able to log right in. Well, no, actually, it took me two times. <laughs> And after that, we're going to turn our attention over to Todd and talk more about Along a Burning River. But before we do all that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. If you want to show your support, you like what we're doing, head over to Patreon.com forward slash CannedAirPod. For $5 a month, you get access to the Canned Air Patreon pod. And for $2, just a one-time payment of $2, you can get access to the Canned Air Fantasy Fight, which is an album where... Uh, we play the game we sometimes play on the show called Versus. We roll dice, randomly pick two characters, and talk about if they were to battle, who's to win. We make a whole tournament bracket with sound effects, audience roar. Oh, man, it's fun as shit. It's fun shit. So, again, $2, you can't go wrong, and you're supporting the show. What else we got, Jack? November 23rd, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th at Bay Area. Wizard World Comic Con will be showing up this year. That's what it just says. It just says Bay Area. You know where that's at, right? Yeah, exactly. San Francisco area, I'm pretty sure that's where they're talking about. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it, yeah. I hope. <laughs> but if you plan on going use Canned Air in the promo code, you get 10% off your that tickets. is our name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, kind of, for some reason, brain farted thought podcast was going to be in there, but... It's a Tuesday and not a Monday. Things are already thrown off. off. It's cold. There's snow on the (laughs) ground. This is not right. Randy, what else we got? Anything? Do you like video games, toys, or comics? Yes, well, I do. if you do, uh, Canned Air is going to be hosting the Torgs Gaming Convention uh, next May 30th in Lewis Center. Uh, stay tuned at the end of the episode and you'll hear some more info about it. I'm going to go. Is. There it is. I think I might go too. <laughs> I think I might. All right. Let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. And away we go. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! And you know what? Shut Nothing up. really retro about this round table. It's just what's in the future. Uh, just the content, I guess, is the retro part of it. I guess so. This Disney Plus. Let's yep. let's start flapping our gums 
about Disney Plus. Let's first, uh, I'd like to hear Todd's opinion, because before we even got on the show, he said that he had been trying to get it to play all day, which is, I think, the same boat we were all kind (laughs) of in. Not me. Because during the, oh, good for you. (laughs) But uh, it seems like throughout the day, it was was hard to get a good stream going. I get mine free through Verizon, thanks to their very, very generous offer to... You know what I assume is to try and throw Netflix down, but uh, yeah. So I, I I got it for free this morning. I got it already. I'm like awesome, and I w- it wouldn't let me stream until I verified my account. And uh, it turns out verifying your account requires them to send you an email, which their servers must have been overwhelmed because I had them resent like nine times. I did that was at like ten o'clock this morning, and I didn't get oh, any sure. of them wow. recently. <laughs> That's so weird you say that because right before we started this call, I checked my phone and I got that exact thing. I just got that email, the verification code. So, see, I was kind of thrown off because I thought I read an article somewhere saying what time that you would be able to start watching it, and it said nine o'clock Eastern today. A.M. No, P.M. There's nine. Yeah. Well, they came down on their website like ended at like six or seven o'clock this morning. So I figured that's when it went live. But. And I thought I saw a bunch of posts saying yesterday that, oh, it's live. And when I got up for work, I was able to <clears> download <throat> the Disney Plus app on my phone. See, I couldn't even find it on the iPhone. I even typed in Disney Plus. I did, too. Nothing. And then I had to scroll down to, like, the fourth option before it was there. It wasn't, like, number one. So I ended up going to Facebook, clicking a link, taking me to the website, then signing up. And then it was like, oh, you want the app? Well, wow. Yeah. And then it took me to the app, and then I downloaded it. Logged in. And it said, cannot connect. I'm like, you jerk. Shut it off. <laughs> turn it back on. Poof. Good I go. mean, the hype that's been around Disney Plus, everything they've got, I mean, they had to expect those servers to be oh, yeah, absolutely loaded, yeah. right? I mean, how could you not expect error to happen on day one? I'm just glad I didn't take the day off for the event because I'd have been salty. <laughs> I'd have been pissed off. <laughs> that was a little extreme, I think, that. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to be They're... the first one to watch Mandalorian. Well, I, I, you just know how hungry some people are for new Star Wars content, yeah, especially yeah. something that looks as juicy as the Mandalorian. Mm. If I called off to binge it and it was only the one episode that they gave <laughs> us, <laughs> really pissed. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky that I had uh, some Jack Ryan left over to finish watching today. There you <laughs> I had nothing else to watch because I plan on watching this all day. <laughs> Can you imagine all the kids that were home from school with a snow day today, like getting all pumped, thinking they could watch Disney, and then <laughs> no? Nope. Kids have a snow day today. My son was under a two-hour delay. Two hour, yeah, you guys did. Wow, really? Yeah, I'm, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work from home though, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for you, man. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um see what else i'm just going to open the app here and just kind of take a look at it one thing i'm really surprised at is you know when you when they say we're going to have marvel we're going to have star wars you think (laughs) okay you'll have thor dark world and iron man 3 get the hell out of my face with your shit but (laughs) i was surprised their selection is pretty good and maybe that's just to you know keep the uh keep the gears oiled right. you know keep people interested mm-hmm. and they'll slowly start pulling them but it looks like as far as star wars you get all the movies all of them except well except for last jedi which i yeah. think netflix still that's has. because netflix still has it right as well as solo but who cares about that movie i tried to watch that <laughs> shit again i was like you know what maybe i was too harsh on it i no. watched it again nah that is a shitty movie i've been wanting to try to do it a third time because i fall asleep every time and i i, I woke well I've seen it in its entirety because the first time I watched it, I passed out. I went back to, you know, see where I left off to watch, and I was like, well, all right. I swear to God, there's a point point in that movie. Okay, you know, like in uh, when Luke and Chewie are first playing the chess thing on the Millennium Falcon, and he starts bitching that Chewie cheated, and he goes, mm-hmm. you know, he'll he'll rip your he's a Wookiee, he'll rip your arms off, kid, or something like that. Right. Like in Solo, they made a point to show. Him ripping somebody's arms off. I thought, oh my god, you guys are taking this way too literal and way too fucking far. I don't know. That's that's my opinion. But uh, yeah, anyway, I was surprised all the Star Wars films are on there because I want to I want to start binging them all before the uh, and Lego, Lego Star Wars. 
Really? Yeah, there's all the Lego Star Wars is on there, too. I've never been a fan of the Lego stuff. I know people are into it, but... They're funny. The Emperor's pretty funny. In it. <laughs> it's kind of like the robot chicken Star yeah. Wars stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get they're funny. I mean, the Lego movie was kind of an introduction to, okay, this can be funny. Mm-hmm. But um, I still haven't gone the full... The uh, same here. with Lego. There's a whole, what, Resistance or something like that? A whole offshoot Star Wars story in the Legos. Really? Mm-hmm. I watched Lego Batman and realized I probably wasn't going to get much better than that, so I just left it in the <laughs> <laughs> high point. I think it was Resistance. I don't know. There's That's the name of the new series, I think, that's out that's that cell shaded an- animation. That, you can uh, never gel with the cell sh- uh, shaded animation. I couldn't get into it. I don't know why, but I couldn't. What else we have on here? As far as Marvel selection goes, me and Randy were checking this out before you got here, Jack. And it looks like, aside from uh, Infinity Wars missing, Ragnarok is Ragnarok's missing. Ragnarok's yeah. missing. Um, but the all the Ant Man and the Wasp is missing. I know that. I yeah. saw a big list the other day. So maybe these are. I think Infinity War is still on Netflix. So maybe we just need to look at Netflix for what's missing from here. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the only reason there are those holes in the catalog. I assume you're also a big uh, Marvel fan there, Todd? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your uh, preference as far as the Marvel films go? Any Lean any certain way? I I think, though, Winter Soldier is still my favorite that they've done. But, I I mean, I'm a huge Captain America fan. I mean, I have a... I'm sitting right behind a uh, drawing of the Winter Soldier that Steve Epting drew me at a comic show, so I'm biased, probably. Wow. Uh, But, yeah, that's... A, that was a huge one for me, but I enjoy, I've enjoy, I'm a big Thor fan too, so it was good to see a finally a de- pretty decent Thor movie. It's yes. been a be a Thor apologist for a while, like for those two first two movies. Yeah, but, so uh, Dark World I could never get into. It's boring. It's so yeah. fucking boring. They took the good, a cool villain, and just did nothing right. with him. Malekith is one of my favorite Marvel villains. He's like the Joker of the Marvel world. If he really you look at the way he can be done and they made him stiff military guy. And I, yeah. I don't understand that transformation at all. That's weird. Typically pretty good at, um, getting character right with these characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, for the most part, they're not always exact, but Randy, you got some Disney notes there. What you got? Uh, it was more on older Disney stuff, not necessarily Disney plus, but, uh, that's fine. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of the content on Disney plus, as far as actual Disney films are concerned, like there's a lot of old ones on there. It seems the mighty ducks isn't on there yet. No, no. I was excited to see. Oh, the Mighty Ducks cartoon series is, though. Is it? Yeah, that was a good <laughs> yeah. one, though. That I'll watch. Um, I was excited to see a few uh, Disney Channel original movies on there. Um, growing up, I had the Disney Channel, and, uh, like, right along that time, like, when they started, like, releasing some full, full-length full features on that station, and they had, like, Johnny Tsunami, um, which I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. It's about, like... I a, know the name. I've never even heard of that. So it's, like... It's like a feel-good, like, family movie, but it's about basically, like, a kid that grew up in Hawaii and comes, I think, with his family out to Colorado or something and, like, uses his surfing skills on snowboards. And, <laughs> <clears throat> and but it's guy, exactly the same. <laughs> yep. Just like water skiing and skiing. Yep, like, yep. <laughs> it had the guy that played Shang Tsung in it on, in the Mortal Kombat movie, so that was Like cool a fish me. to land. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, they had, I think, Brinks on there, the rollerblading movie that was pretty cool. Um, they did like a lot of weird concepts. Like I think there was like a bowling one. Um, yeah, they just they had like a lot of oddball original hmm. movies that I'll kind of be excited to see what shows up on there. Fair Bud's not you know, on there either. The Goofy movies on too. The goofy movie is on there, and I think it's one exciting. of the Air Bud sequels, like Air Buddies, is on there. So <laughs> yeah, the puppies. Yeah. Yeah. The first two or three I think aren't yet. I but feel who shitty for even those. knowing that. It's, it's horrible. You got to wade through a lot of shit to find the gems, though. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of stuff on there. I'd like, what I like, that's so Raven. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hard pass on that one. Yeah. I know when I first logged in today, the first thing across the banner that caught my eye that I thought you would be totally down to watch, Jeremy, is The Life According to. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> you bet your bippy. Right there it is. Yep. <laughs> I'm excited. No idea what it's about, mm-hmm. but he's just, he's an American treasure. He's a treasure. <laughs> yeah. 
And Speaking I of American Treasure, that's another one that's not on there. But the second one is what American Treasure. What's the, I don't even know what that is. National Treasure. National game? Treasure. That's what I National mean. National Treasure. Same thing. I and I enjoyed that. What about are you guys excited for to see this Lady in the Tramp at all? No, <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, I saw the trailer for it the other day, but I thought it was going to be a movie thing. I had no idea that it was on this. Well, it is a movie thing, just on here. Right. I thought it was going to be a theater release. I didn't think. It, oh. I had no idea it was a Disney Plus thing. I don't know. I wish they would have picked maybe a little more popular movie to do. I don't know. Not that that movie wasn't popular, but... Of the night. Yeah, I just I can't get behind a lot of these like live-action remakes of the animated classics. I, I enjoyed just... Aladdin. It was good. I mean, was it wasn't it? great. It wasn't great. It wasn't the original. It's... I don't think I'll ever watch it. But it was fun. Ever. I, it doesn't have Robin Williams in it. I can't do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Will Smith fan. I just can't do it. The he Lion brought his King. own thing to it. He I know. really did. Yeah. You yeah, know, like it wasn't him just trying to impersonate Robin Williams. He had his own thing. To right. It. So it was good in that right. Um, no, and he can go a long way with that. What's that? I mean, I said, and he can go a long way with that. I mean, he was in Suicide Squad, and he played. He didn't play Deadshot at all, but he played yeah. himself, and that was fun. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I that. Was the only decent parts of that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Lion King, I want to see the live action one. I'm... I do want to see that one. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've we uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast was okay. Yeah, um, that, Beauty and the Beast got PC shit my, happening in there. What's that? My kids got freaked out by that. It got too dark with the plague masks and everything. And oh just, yeah, there's something about those plague masks that are off-putting, no matter what. Well, are you talking about in the very beginning, like the at the 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 ball or whatever, where everyone's wearing? No. Them? Well, yeah, and then when they went back and she saw in time, and you know they went to the, her parents' house in Paris or something like that. So real yeah. quick, if if each one of you guys had to pick one Disney movie for them to remake in live action, oh, that they I'm so done. glad you asked me this. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, Jack, you go first. Robin Hood. Fucking asshole. Are you serious? That's exactly what I had written With the foxes? Yes. Yes. All right, all right. Little John or Prince John. Robin Hood. Sucking his thumb through the forest. (laughs) I would love to see that. I can't believe that's the one you picked. I've seen that so many times. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome, yeah. What about you, Todd? I don't know, because mine was Aladdin for a while, but then when they did it, I was like, oh, nope, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I take it back, I take it back. Yeah. Well, it was Aladdin because, you know, it would have been Robin Williams, but when he passed, I was like, oh, no. Wow, I never even thought about that. If he were still alive and they did, like, the live CG version of him, like, using him. Oh, wow. That would have been awesome. That would have been. Wow. I think Robin Williams and Disney had, like, a big falling out, though, didn't they? I don't know. That's between him and them. <laughs> hey, money has a way of fixing all of those things. Yeah, this yeah, is right. true. This is true. <laughs> that it does. Heals all wounds, doesn't it? What else you got, Randy? I was going to say, uh, for mine, I would love to see them remake The Black Cauldron. I know that was mm. not a mm. real popular one, but I think that looked awesome. Seeing that that's on Disney+, Plus, I'm excited because I want to yeah. watch it. Because yeah, I've never seen that. it. I've just I know the imagery, and that's it. I don't know anything else about I've it. I've got it on VHS, and I haven't seen it in forever. But it's it's dark, but it's good. I wonder if it's remastered at all, or if it's going to be the same old grainy video. Yeah, like VHS video record, like those commercials we sat and watched. I'm sure it'll be touched up. Horrible it'll, track. It'll have it? to look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doubtful. The Robin Hood uh, Disney film I had was actually uh, recorded off television in the early 80s somehow or <laughs> on, on the VHS so I had to always watch the VHS clipping and shit <laughs> butted up in the front and back of it you know we had one of the old VH uh, excuse me one of the old v, VCRs yeah VCRs that had like the remote control and a long ass cord and yeah. like was one of those old top loaders the whole tray would pop straight up and junk <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, those were the days <laughs> Oh, what else we got, guys? The X-Men 92 cartoon, uh, they seem to be pimping that pretty hard. It's, like, right on the front page and everything. Yeah, and did you yeah. see the other animated series they had on there? Which one? They had the, uh, well, they've got a few, but they've got the uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, like mm-hmm. the OG. Oh, yeah. yeah, they have, like, all the Spider-Man shows. Like, yeah. I was surprised how many they had. Yeah, um, there's a Spider-Woman show. Was there? 
Yeah, Iron Man cartoon, Fantastic Four, Spider-Surfer yeah, in there. Yeah, and yep. you have X Men Evolution too. That was a great show. I started that watching that on good Netflix show. a while. Yeah, I didn't get too far into it, but another yeah, it good one if you haven't that is also on here: Wolverine and the X Men. So yeah, maybe that that's good. that's the one I was watching. Yeah, that's that a good one, one. Uh, toward the end of the series starts arcing into Days of Future Past uh, kind yeah. of stuff. It got mm-hmm. canned. It only got like one season, didn't it? Um, let me look. I thought I had. Well, more there's than only that. there's only one season on here. But I don't, yeah, I think because I think I so bought the right. DVD from my kid years ago, and it's like one DVD. <laughs> it's like a two, like one box, two discs in it. Definitely more than one season, because or maybe not. Let's use the power of Google. <laughs> maybe not because. Yeah, I'm on. So it shows 26 episodes, and by yeah, by episode 25, I'm seeing a bunch of Sentinels. So you you must be right. Yeah, it only aired for one season. I thought that was good. Yeah. I thought it yeah, was I good. Yeah, too. Like something happens to Charles Xavier right at the top of the series, so uh, Wolverine has to kind of step up and mm-hmm. lead the X Men. So good, so good. What are you guys excited for? Mandalorian. Well, no shit. <laughs> um, you have you watched any of it? Yep. And what have you? What have you think so far? What have you? I mean, don't give any spoilers, but. Uh, it, it looks good. It makes me like. Does it I, feel like Star Wars? You know, like when Force Awakens came out, that did such a good job of feeling and looking like Star Wars. Last Jedi did not do a good job of that. Like it feels like a totally different. What about Rogue One? Did it feel like Star Wars? I think too? it did. Yeah, uh, See, I would Force Awakens felt like Star Wars just because it was a New Hope repackaged. <laughs> Yeah. Not only that, but you could Just, tell um, that he was really, like, using the 1970s, not only, like, hairstyles on a lot of these new characters, which is much appreciated because that's, you know, how the original was. Mm-hmm. But not only that, but, like, the 1970s film work, kind of. And like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the practical effects like there's a scene in there where like there's just a shot of the desert as BB-8 rolls away and you see like something pop its head up and kind of look around and, and go just back the down. horizontal wipe that goes across the screen to the next that there's a there's a shot right in the very beginning where Poe Dameron comes walking out of a tent uh, walking toward the camera to get his binoculars out to see the oncoming uh, TIE fighters and that shot right there just it's sped up just enough to where his walking out almost looks comedic <laughs> but at the same time it's the same kind of shit you would have seen in like the old mm-hmm. movies I can't explain what that is but um, it's hard to explain it's hard to explain but it, it felt like Star Wars I thought it felt like I think Star it does Wars. it's because it's in a different time in Star Wars it's I didn't get to watch enough to really get a good feeling of it mm-hmm. I mean there's a couple of aliens that you recognize they're speaking Huttese at least I think it's Huttese. And see a couple of stormtroopers. That's about really all are you I saw. On, are you on Tatooine? Does it start you on Tatooine? No, it's on some weird ice planet. Okay, cool. Hmm. The only thing, there's one thing that kind of threw me off is one guy that was in it. He's a comedian. He's a real nerdy guy, tall guy, big nose. He's always Steve like, hey, guys, what are you doing? I don't know if that really helps. He's no. got thick. I'm pretty sure it's Steve Agee. Isn't it? Or no, he's in the next Suicide Squad. That's right. That's who. The, that's where he got thrown into. I'm trying to think of what else he's been. He's been in a ton of things, but he's a real tall, red-haired guy. He's got a big beard. You'd recognize him when you see him. It was kind of weird seeing him in that. Huh. I'm excited to watch. But it was cool. That, like I said, it, want, it makes me want to go watch a lot of stuff about the Mandalorians in the Clone Wars. Because there's, it looks like they're going to dive pretty deep into like lore, Mandalorian. Define lore. exactly what a Mandalorian is. Just a species? Yeah, they're from Mandalore. Well, stands <laughs> to reason. <laughs> they're people from Mandalore. That I, I don't remember a lot. It's just they have their own. It's but just they're like a, they're just humans, just from a, this place called Mandalore. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I wasn't sure. I mean, is, it, does the like the the Boba Fett looking helmet have anything to do with that either? Is that like something that's they wear, their, or is that that's just their the, type of armor the that they of, have? Okay. All right. It's Bill Burr is who you're probably thinking of. Nope, not Bill Burr. No? <laughs> okay, just got red hair. Right. He's in it. He's in that too. Yeah. Ever so excited about that and season seven of the Clone Wars. My God, I cannot wait. I also thought this was going to be on here on launch day. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. I had to look it up and see when it actually comes out. 
Clone War fans here? Of course. I definitely I've been told to watch it. I have not done so. Oh, what was that, Todd? I said I've been told to watch it. I have not. Oh, man. Yeah. Let me be uh, join the masses and tell you again. Watch it, because it's so good. I will say, though, there are pockets of bullshit throughout the series where, like, there'd be, like, a three- or four-episode arc where, like, Yoda takes a bunch of younglings into a cave to find their... Uh, kyber crystals that shit was kind of boring but you know when it starts getting back into like the actual war and the politics and uh seeing um palpatine you know to, what season five and six really starting to come out more mm-hmm. oh my god it was so good but yeah jack mentioned man it comes up like every other episode when we do this show <laughs> but the darth, darth maul, maul and palpatine, palpatine saber battle is about the best saber battle I've ever seen and mm-hmm. probably ever will see. So you need to watch it. I'm in the Real same <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you, Todd. I haven't seen it yet, so you're among friends at least. <laughs> or a friend. <laughs> Alright, where do we go from here? We we got see where we started. Well, I think high school musical of the series is the only logical place. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. God. I said high school musical the series. I mean, that's the only oh, place yeah, to be. high school musical. Girl no, thank Zach you. Efron. <laughs> no, thank you. That's where you got to start. I'm just excited to share some of, not that, but some of these other series <laughs> with my kids that have kind of been hard to find, like some of these original movies, some of the original series. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they're going to uh, put Even Stevens on there, the uh, one that made Shia LaBeouf is intro into acting yeah. i would imagine I'm, I'm trying to see what has like what's coming out of the vault here and i mean we've got a lot of pretty exciting i'm sorry the rocketeer it's on oh, here yes. oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah who framed roger rabbit that's one mm. i would like to watch again it's on here um, you know, speaking of shia labeouf holes isn't gonna be on it for a little while still well, that was a good movie though. was it yeah they had to hold something back. It's <laughs> <laughs> just an empty vault with a single copy of Holes sitting in it. I'm really, really excited for these classic Mickey cartoons that are on here. Like the Steamboat Willie? Yeah, yeah, and a bunch of these classic ones. I love those old cartoons. You can only watch so much of that animation. Especially the ones where uh, Goofy was... Um, like the instructor cartoons. Oh, Remember, yeah, like, yeah. They teach oh, you how yeah, to ski yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're like fun. Like how, how to install a TV. And, yes, yeah. yes, yep. yes. Those were hilarious. <laughs> Those were good. Um, Dumbo's on here, the remake of Dumbo. I hadn't seen that yet. Has anyone here seen that? No, mm-hmm. I, I don't even think I've seen the original. If I did, I couldn't make it through the Elephants on Parade because it was scary when I was yeah. watching it. Yeah, that movie is kind of And then watching the beginning, well, just the trailer of that one, it... It just seems super heartbreaking because the whole beginning of Dumbo. Right. What if they'll do Bambi? I was wondering <laughs> about that myself. I really was because, the, I mean, the, I don't know. Why not? I mean, they're doing all the other ones. It can't be that more expensive. I mean, I don't know because I think we're much more cautious about what our children are thinking and feeling nowadays. And if you remember when we were kids and you see, you just see the implication of that deer getting killed. You're like, wait, he's not fucking dead. Is he? What? I mean, it's just traumatic. I mean, it teaches you some shit, I guess, but the two enduring images of death for everyone, probably our age or old yeller and Bambi. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Man. I'm pretty effed in the head, but you guys are talking about a Bambi live action, and all I can think of is, well, this is how Larry the Cable Guy is going to get into uh, Disney movies. What do you mean? <laughs> it's the hire. Oh, God. <laughs> I will cancel Disney Cabela's Plus if endorsements. you ever put Larry the Cable Scrote on your service. No, thank you. Any of that blue-collar comedy shit. Walking through tracking. Yeah, I can't do that blue-collar comedy <laughs> bullshit. No, thank you. Help me, guys. What do we got? So I've got, uh, I did a little digging on the other end of just Disney in general and found a list of unreleased films. Okay. Uh, that either like were entered production or were close to being released and never were. Okay. Um, a few of them were pretty good. Um, first off, uh, and I know we talked about this on an older episode, Jeremy and I did, but they were going to do a, a movie about Chanticleer. 
which um, was a real cocky rooster, no pun intended. (laughs) That's all, folks. Um, But uh, they scrapped it for making the sword and the stone, and then eventually Don Bluth, I think, picked up the rights, and that's when they made Rockadoodle. Really? So, yeah, because the... Yeah, we had been talking about that as of late. I was thinking that as soon as you started thinking about that, yeah. Um, They did another one, or we're going to do a uh, sequel slash prequel to Roger Rabbit, which had to do with Roger's parents, um, Nazis, and Jessica Rabbit, like, him meeting her, and then she got captured by Nazis, and it was uh, even... Wow. Yeah. Hmm. How could you ever... Mm. I don't know. (laughs) Obviously, that one didn't make it. Um, Wasn't there, like, and this isn't even Disney, but wasn't there, like, a legit Beetlejuice sequel in the works where he, like, Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian or Hawaii We had talked about that, like, a long time ago, yeah. A long time ago, Thank God that never caught on. Right. Um, there was, uh, they were getting really close to making a sequel to Nightmare Before Christmas, um, but Disney wanted to go CG, and uh, Tim Burton wanted to do stop motion, so it kind of killed it. I, I Why would you do anything other than what was a hit the first right, time? Exactly, right. it makes yeah. no yeah. sense, man. Yeah. Go Tim Burton on that one, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah, I would be. Yeah, I'd agree on that one too. Um, they were gonna do a. Uh, so, has anybody actually seen uh, Burr Rabbit? Or what is that? Song of the South? Bear Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm no. pretty sure that's, uh, since our generation's been around, I don't think that's been, like, that's like contraband. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a busy <laughs> Not very PC of you, Randy. But uh, in the, I was, I watched a video on this, in Splash Mountain, where it does all the references to that, mm-hmm. you see a sign that says Catfish Bend, about halfway through the, uh, the ride, okay, and that was in reference. They were going to make a sequel to that. It was they were kind of do a little bit of universe building, and Catfish Ben was going to be set in the same kind of cartoon realm as uh, Song of the South, Burr Rabbit, mm-hmm. and kind of feature kind of similar characters, but just different. Hmm. So like, take Winnie the Pooh, and then have you know a movie about Tigger or something like that. Kind of the same, yeah, same flavor. Um, I vaguely remember that song on the side. I just remember Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear. Zippity doo dah. Yeah, yeah. Zippity day. You know that song, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's from. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's a funny thing about that ride. What is that ride called, anyway? The like the Isn't it Splash Mountain? Splash Mountain. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. The, the big log ride yeah, where yeah. you go like through the thorn mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, fun ride. Very fun ride. But there is a... I don't know if they still do it. There's some part of the ride up toward the top where it requires somebody to operate. I don't know what it is or what's required of that person. But they... uh, I saw this in one of those, like, Disney behind-the-scenes shows. In the top of that mountain is, like, a little miniature basketball court. And, like, two or three employees who take turns manning whatever this job is they have to do, you know, in their downtime when they're not... Working, they'll shoot hoops up there. That's shit. crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, the ball goes loose, and all of a sudden, someone in the ride gets pelted. <laughs> Ping! It's just on a long ride. You get hit in the face with a foul ball. That's uh, about as bad as people dumping their. Uh, well, I guess that wouldn't be a ba- basketball. It'd be a baseball. See, I don't know sports for shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as bad as people d- dumping ashes of their dead loved ones at the uh, haunted mansion ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I've I've listened to podcasts of uh, people who've just left their family's ashes in some fucked up places, man. Here you go. Yeah, no, thank Bye, you. Grandma. Looking at the Pixar Pixar stuff, they've got all the shorts in there, which is I pretty saw cool. that. Yeah, they better have some of the longs. Well, they got they got longs and the shorts. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sidetracking again, but that was another. Uh, one that was pretty close to being made or that was canceled or whatever. Did you guys remember the, uh, they were hyping it there for a while, the Jack and the Beanstalk uh, gigantic movie? Did you hear it? They did like a couple press releases and I think some uh-uh. test footage. Mm-mm. It's going to be a big, I think, Pixar film and then they just, it dropped. Hmm. No. Never. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here. So what have they got for National Geographic? That's what I was just about to look at. Does my, that strike anyone's fancy? Yeah, my son was all over that. He was actually watching a documentary on sharks uh, right as I was walking out the door. So I'm very excited to check that out. The Disney Channel originally had uh, Jeff Corwin, like a kind of a National Geographic feel um, show back in the day. Jeff Corwin, who is that? He was like the... I know that name. 
It's like the Crocodile Dundee knockoff. Or, the uh, American version of the, croco- the, the, or the, the Crocodile, crocodile Hunter. Hunter. Hmm. Wasn't he was with, was it him and another guy that started off? It might There's be. There's like two of them, but now it's just Jeff Corwin. I think so. He's all old and chubby now. <laughs> Yeah, there's just a lot of crap <laughs> yeah. on here. Aren't we all, though? <laughs> yeah, that was the best of us there, Jack. <laughs> uh, what else you got, Randy? Or Todd, anybody? I'm pretty uh, pretty jazzed about this Disney, uh, what is it, the Imagineering thing behind the scenes of the of uh, what an Imagineer does at Disney World? I was just seeing that. I am stoked on that myself. That and it looks like there's also like as far as Marvel's concerned, like a building a universe documentary mm-hmm. or something. I saw that. Yeah, I think that's there's something called that on uh, one of the uh, bonus features and one I think on Infinity War. Oh. So I don't know if it's the same thing or not. It probably is. Oh, uh, Disney Plus is bringing back Lizzie McGuire. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Oh, They've got Agent Carter on here too, and that's that's pretty cool because that was something they never bothered to put out on DVD for some reason, right? Or at least not in an affordable, normal sense. I'll be able to finish up that the was a good show. season two because I didn't watch. I fell off season two. I think something. That's you know, she went out to like Hollywood. I think was season two. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, season two was fantastic. Up until uh, just wait till you get to the last twenty minutes of that last episode, and man, did they just just phone in that last battle like so hard <laughs> the game throned it yeah well it's like they ran out of cg money or something like oh. the shows canceled so they had to like do this real half-assed bullshit with you know they had that villain that had you know had that like kind of almost limitless power and it was just so it was like uh it was like saturday morning cartoon solution it was so bad oh man that in itself it makes me like, want to start the whole thing over yeah, it, but it's it, the all the characters and the chemistry and everything on there were so good. Mm. Oh, they've got Inhumans too. Why are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you uh, are you? Is that something you want to see? Inhumans? No, I, I watched. I tried watching the episode of it, and it was just like, oh. I tried uh, just recently, and I, I, I don't say tried like it didn't work. I think I still could if I just dedicated time <laughs> to get back into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because I was uh, pretty far into that and was enjoying where they were going with it mm-hmm. at the time. And, uh, I know they went to space or something where I had left off. Oh, they were heading, what? They were heading into space on the next season, and that's uh, that, never picked back up from the that. Space, the first space season, when they went to the future, wasn't too bad. It had its moments, for sure. But... Uh, the second half when they got back to Earth was a little weak, and then I haven't touched this newest season yet. Man, so, you guys are way ahead, has, I, honestly. I left off at the end of Ghost Rider at the beginning of uh, Ava, like when she was going corrupt and starting yeah. to take shit over. So I've got some. That watching. got pretty cool, actually. When she, when she took over the her like they they went into her like construct world, and that was actually that was probably some of the best that show ever was. Oh, that's right. I forgot they had gone into that. Maybe I'll start it up again. It's like the Marvel Matrix. That's one of those weird shows that, man, from season to season, it was, and even like half season to half season, it was so up and down. Like, I'd be excited for it one week, and the next week I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, isn't that the accurate uh, explanation of watching that series? It was usually the buildup before that movie, the next movie came out, and then seeing the ramifications (laughs) after the movie. On the next episode, and then after and that, it was just like... So did they... It sounds like you, uh, Todd, have stayed with the series for a while. Have they stayed in the fashion of, you know, keeping up with the movie's events and stuff? They, they like... Make small mention they, of it? They had gotten really far away from it, and I think, like, to sort of, like, tacitly tie it together, they were like, oh, shit, we really have gotten off of this. So in that last season that I watched uh, was when uh, Infinity War hit, and... They were it, it was taking place simultaneously, and uh, the I can't even think of his name. The Air Force general that they're always with, the guy who was from Heroes, I think it's, it's Adrian Pastar is his name. But I can't think of who he was on the show. Mm. Um, Talbot, he was Talbot, and oh, he became yeah, yeah. he became Gravitron or Graviton or something. I don't. Um, and he 
he decided that he was going to go take on Thanos because he'd heard as it was happening in Wakanda at the time and the news was covering it. Um, and then he was going to go take him down with his new infinite power. And then they stopped him. And then the season ended and I haven't watched since. So I don't know if they addressed yeah. like the snap at all or anything like that. He shows up and it's late and everyone's gone. Darn it. Cool. <laughs> It was just great that he's like, I'm going to go take down Thanos. And then, like, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just took him down. Like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> sure you are, guy. <laughs> Man, I, I was hanging on your every word there. I kind of want to go watch this. Yeah, this I didn't really know. They were, I wondered if they were keeping in with the movies or not. I didn't know if they were. Yeah. It was just that one offhand reference. Like, that was all they could manage the last, like, two seasons out of it. <laughs> I mean, that's all it seemed to really be. At first. Wasn't there like a quick cameo by Samuel L. Jackson at the end of one episode, like in the first? Just of the first season, yeah. Season, yeah. yeah. The only other thing we got were two random appearances by uh, Sif, which both yeah, were right. unrelated to anything. Yeah. <laughs> that was them thinking like, yeah, we really fucked up on Dark World. Let's see if we can pull these people over. Because <laughs> they really nailed that one hard. Yeah, yeah. they did, yeah. That was like two or three episode arc, right? Yeah, I remember after the, after the movie launched, that next following yeah. episode, they were, we're on cleanup duty from the big spaceship that <laughs> tore up the ground. <laughs> Someone got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got to do it. All right. What else we got, guys? Anything? I'm tapped out from what I've been looking at. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm excited to do some watching here. This Mandalorian show's looking good. They got all 30 seasons of The Simpsons. All 30 yeah. seasons. Jesus. That's crazy, yeah. I'm just excited to see what comes out. I mean, it's it sounds like they're in it for the long haul with this and how much good stuff, like, Netflix has put out over the years. Like Not only that, but to see what stays. Right. Like mm-hmm. we said earlier. I don't know if we right. said that on or off the show earlier, but, yeah, to see what of all these glorious things we have out the gate, we get to keep. Because right. I'm sure a lot of it's just greasy in the wheel. I'm super curious about this WandaVision show coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when do we start getting all that stuff? There's that, there's the Loki show, there's the What If show, there's all kinds of stuff. Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. What was that? Fall 2020 for Winter Soldier and Falcon. Balls. That just makes me feel like it's going to be some kind of like Perfect Strangers comedy show or something like that. With if you if you go look, they just released today the picture of uh, Daniel Bruhl in his Baron Zemo mask for the first time. It that leaked. Oh, really? It's not it's not like the most exciting thing in the world, but it's pretty cool. At least it's a comic accurate version. Finally, <laughs> not like the movie when he was just a, a guy. But it, that's yeah. the same guy well, that's going to be doing it. Yeah, hmm. they got him to to come back. Awesome! That's sweet. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. I've always been a Zemo fan. I've always liked since they're not bringing back the Red Skull. And yeah. it always <laughs> seemed like such an easy thing they could have just made the quickest of nods to. I mean, wasn't it at the very end they were like in the cold out in that fucking bunker? Like he could have just at the end when he was sitting there right before the scene with Black Panther, just been chilling with like a purple toboggan on. Yeah, that yeah, would have really, been yeah. enough. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know, in the Luke Cage show, like he could just accidentally be wearing a yellow shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see how they're gonna introduce like the Netflix characters in because they keep saying they're going to. I know they've talked about... Into um, the... What do you mean? Just into the Disney fold. Into the Disney fold. Or like into the MC... Like the movies or the... Well, either. Daredevil will be easy to do. Because I think Daredevil, isn't he playing Spider-Man's lawyer in the next Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Really? I I think so. That's word that he's going to be... Matt Murdock's going to be Peter Parker's lawyer. That would be so cool if they could just start merging all that stuff. That would be so sweet. Because, man, I, I just wish they would continue those series personally, but mm-hmm. I don't think they will. I had heard somewhere, and you, you always got to take this shit with a grain of salt, but I heard the other day that they were on board for everything but Iron Fist, that they were like, we're not, we don't want Iron Fist like this. We want to <laughs> Iron Fist. Because um, apparently they have a vision of a, you know, the real Iron Fist in their head. Um, oh, but all really? The, they, they, yeah. They nailed all the other characters so well. But I yeah, I always I always thought Danny Rand. I mean, as much as I, I enjoyed the the second season, I just didn't think they like got his character right at all. They made him too whiny and, mm-hmm. and too aloof. Like he, right. he didn't. Like he was almost stupid. Yeah. Like it not, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I didn't. And you know, here's what I've always said too about that. You know, 
if you have if you told me there's a Daredevil show and an Iron Fist show, I'd say, well, obviously the Iron Fist one has the best fight scenes. And you yeah, like, exactly. Yep. Daredevil has way better fight scenes. <laughs> way better. But if Disney were to come out and say, hey, we're going to do Heroes for Hire and we're going to have both characters, I think that in the, the Netflix shows when um, those two, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, were, were playing off of each other, I think that's when Iron Fist was really like watchable. Yeah. I agree. He worked well with Luke Cage. Yeah. I still have yet to see Luke Cage. Jessica Jones, I couldn't get through the first season. I just didn't really? care. A lot of people liked it. Mm. I just didn't. I don't oh, know. You, you think you didn't care about the first season? Just watch the second one. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is it worth it? Is it good? No, no. The first season was really good on that show, I felt. And the second season, I couldn't even finish. And I didn't even know about the third wow the first season took a while because it was mostly because of the villain is why yeah. i kept it going nailed that one yeah daredevil just set a bar that the other ones uh, just yeah. didn't yeah couldn't I, meet I the punisher was the only show that came yes. close to Daredevil. the punisher was freaking awesome i still gotta so finish that one. Oh my <laughs> god jack you're missing <laughs> out until that show Oh, that in the last those last episodes of Daredevil in that last season when he's taking the fist compound. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm getting the hair on my arm standing up just thinking about it. It was so good. So good. D'Onofrio Vincent D'Onofrio is the best Wilson Fist yeah. you could yeah. ever imagine. I just I just really didn't think that was gonna be good when they announced him and then I saw it and I was like, Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. When especially when he hit, throws his like little tantrums. Right. Yeah. When yeah. he gets pissed and throws his tantrums. I oh. need sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Like, really? <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> All right. And on that note, I think that's uh we're gonna cover on Disney Plus today. I'm just kinda bullshitting about it on launch day. I mean Again, it's a big cultural happening. We, mm-hmm. we might as well document since we're in the pop culture game, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, with that behind us, let's turn our attention over to Todd and talk about Along a Burning River, stories from Ohio. Todd, I want to thank you again for being here, and I'm very excited to hear about uh, this book. Congrats to you, by the way. Successfully funded on Kickstarter. Thank you. What can you tell us and the listeners more about this book? All right. So basically, um, I, I'm in the Akron area of Ohio, um, and I, you know, I, I've been in the comic scene for a while between buying and you know selling and such. And uh, always, I, I'm an, I was an English teacher uh, for years, so I've always been an aspiring writer of sorts. So um, finally, decided to get off my ass and do it for real and uh there's a found there's a lot of people sort of in that same boat that were artists and writers just trying to really look for a foothold um in, in the industry um because there's so many tools now for people to be able to go out and do this themselves you don't have to go get a job at marvel or you know right. obviously further down like in a small comic company you can just do this thing yourself kickstarter and uh digital printing and you know a lot of digital production tools in terms of artists uh or for artists um have just made it a lot easier for the average person to churn out a comic so you know i talked to a bunch of the people i know and said hey man you know we none of us have time to churn out a whole comic book you know we we all have jobs kids everything else this is a hobby and uh so we decided to see what we could put together and you know i so i started tracking people down and uh found a lot of artists and writers throughout the state. Um, and we tried to do this kind of local thing and, you know, kind of flavor local, maybe to, we were really hoping to kind of hit a niche here. Cause, uh, you know, we thought if someone wants to hear what we have to say, at least it might be, you know, about something they want to hear about, you know what I mean? Like not everyone's just interested in, you know, some random guy's comic book. Uh, so we tried to make it a little more interesting, at least, you know, you know, use it as a little bit of a, I don't want to say portfolio, but, you know, show what we can do, you know. So right. uh, I got together with a bunch of people. And we we got some stories together and uh, we've been working really hard on this since about March. Um, you know, like I said, we all, we all have jobs, we all have kids. So working very hard means, you know, giving up our free time for this. So but we finally got it all put together um, for the most part. We still got some stuff trickling in. We're not quite done putting it together yet, but we're you know, we've got everything in the pipeline, at least. Um, so yeah, and then like you said, we're funded on Kickstarter now. You know, we went up uh, November fifth or October fifteenth. I'm sorry, and uh, we funded I think in the first uh, two weeks, which was pretty exciting. Nice, very um, nice. Yeah. 
so now we've just been pushing. We met our first stretch goal, and we're like, as of right now, we are forty-four dollars away from our second stretch goal. So, wow. it's it's been a very humbling experience. Like it's it's very weird for someone who hasn't um, put things out there in the world as much uh, as you know, like I haven't. And uh, it's really cool to see everybody come out and support it. Like I, you know, everyone's got that fear. Like I'm going to do this, and no one's going to respond to it. You know, right. <laughs> no one's going to pledge anything. Uh, so it's been really awesome. Um, and I, you know, I attribute that a lot to the other creators we have on there with us. Um, you know, we have a lot of people on there that are that have a, their own little fan bases in their areas, and their um, some of them, you know, kind of I wouldn't even say their area. Some of them gotten quite a bit of uh, regional fame. Even it, it's really helped, you know, those fan bases coming on to want to see these guys as new projects and such. So we've been able to piggyback off, you know, each other's success, I guess, and kind of come together to put this big thing out. It's a great community to do that in. I mean, very some supportive community, uh, as we've seen in the six years we've been doing this. But um, and a great idea. So, how many different creators then did you say, or did you, um, or do you I have in this project? It's it's a flexible number right now because <laughs> when we went to Kickstarter, we had a few more that kind of just had to tap out, unfortunately, due to some stuff in life. Um, so I haven't. I don't know if I'm going to replace them or if we're just going to uh, pull some double duty. Uh, but I, as a press time, it was uh, going to be 19. I think we're down to 17 right now. Yeah, that's a lot. And uh, one of which was an alum. We've we've had Adam Fields on the show before. And yes, Adam, when, when I say that, you know, people have some uh, regional fame, I was talking I was thinking about Adam specifically, man, his his following is sort of rapid. Um, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> impressive. He had he brought so many people to this and I was so happy. He's so excited about it. He's such an awesome dude. Um and yeah, he was only able to contribute just like a, a pinup. He didn't even have time to do a full story, but he's in this thing like full bore, like it's his baby. So it's been pretty awesome for us. Yeah. So we are uh, now we're like all getting ahead of ourselves and start thinking about the next one because we're like, oh, we got so many new ideas and all this stuff. But, you know, we got to right, it's time for me to now buckle down um, and get uh, the Dave Wilson, who's uh, on doing this with me. Is there uh sort of our in-house graphic designer. Me and him have to buckle down here in the next couple months and put this thing together. So can't so, get too ahead of ourselves. But, yeah, it's been pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. So, okay, so in the title it says Stories from Ohio. Now, is this just simply that, just because, like, they're creators from Ohio, just whatever no. story they come up with, or are they themed around certain events? Like, is there oh, a- yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I kind of got too excited and walked right over that fact. You know, all, <laughs> all the stories in here are about Ohio as well. So um, everyone in here decided to, uh, on whatever, you know, there's some stories that are pure fiction that just happen to take place in Ohio. There's some stories that uh, go back and look at historic events in Ohio history. There's some that look at sort of like uh, Ohio myths and legends. Um, there we you know. So like Adam did the uh, Loveland Frogs, I believe, right? Correct. Yeah, he. Uh, all the pinups were supposed to be based off of, initially at least, were based off of um, some sort of uh, Ohio, you know, myth, legend, uh, you know, horror, horror movie-esque thing. Yeah, we had a, a guy who um, named Jason Christner who did uh, the uh, Minerva monster, which is basically a Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, we had another gentleman named Sean Forney who did the Ohio Grassman, which is just some other portion of Ohio's Bigfoot. Mm. <laughs> we know Sean. He's been on sale. <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah. I'll have to look into uh, that. Yeah, we did have a, we had a guy originally looking into a couple other little um, things that he, he was one of the people who had drop out. Um, but yeah, there was, we, this thing, at the beginning, this thing really almost just felt like a big horror anthology. Like everything we did was like cryptozoology and, uh, you know, I don't even like a Blair Witch type stuff, you know, Um, but then it started really morphing as more people got on board um, into just, you know, we got a couple stories in there that are just really honestly touching moments about life in general with just Ohio as a backdrop, you know? Right. So yeah, I got, got a little, uh, got a little real at times in there, you know, (laughs) Sure. Um, you know, and I, I wrote a, uh, just a, 
action story about a pulp hero that, you know, I'm a pretty big pulp guy, um, you know, 1930s, 40s kind of stuff. And uh, so I just wrote a story about a pulp hero from Cleveland as opposed to, you know, whatever fake city they usually take place in or New York. <laughs> so I just gave Cleveland its own pulp hero. So, yeah, so I, when I was done with that story and then I started getting these other people's stories that got all deep and everything, I was like, well, shit, I feel outdone now. <laughs> <laughs> people got real. So, yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. I'm pretty proud of uh, what everyone turned in. I think they're all uh, pretty proud of it, too. So it would be pretty cool for this to hit the light of day. Right. Yeah. I mean, as uh, Randy mentioned, you know, Sean Forney and Adam Fields both been through the show. And I'm sure there's probably some other names in that book we've seen through here as well. The talents we can think of that, you know, you mentioned here are great yeah. talent. So that should right there in itself speak to the caliber of, uh, of art and story coming out of this book. I can't wait to check it out personally. So this is, again, just uh, successfully funded on Kickstarter. Where can people be directed to check this out who maybe missed out on the Kickstarter? That is uh, not a good question right now. We haven't thought that far ahead. I am considering throwing it up. Uh, I know a lot of people started doing Indiegogos right after their Kickstarters because Indiegogo allows you to sort of keep it open more like a store. Oh, less yeah. like a, an actual, uh, you know, event campaign, whatever. Um, so I think that that might be an option. Um, you know, it was in the beginning, you know, I was just hoping to get funded. I never thought that, like, man, I need to keep this thing going, <laughs> you know. So right. that, that is the question is, do I need to, to do that? So that's what we've been kicking that around the last few days, seeing if that's something that we want to put some time into if not um it should be out around march or so and uh basically we're just distributing it through via all the creators you know we're we're not you know we're not making any money on this per se we're just printing as many books as we can with it and just distributing them them amongst all of us so we can sell them at shows when we see people out there so um but yeah I, i mean i've considered websites and other things too but again you know we we, our thought process was so small on this like i never even thought these would be things to worry about you know so we'll see that's awesome though that you're having that problem just shows that you're having a problem to have yeah you're having crazy success and you're ready that's that's great man well congrats to you that's awesome to hear and you're gonna have to let us know uh when that book is coming out we'll get you back on the show we can promote its release oh perfect so yeah let us know and uh todd once again man thanks so much for being here I had a good time on here. It was nice to talk to people about stuff that aren't my kids. <laughs> you are in good company here, Todd, <laughs> let me tell you. Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to candarepodcast.com where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, become a patron, buy some merch, see some of our YouTube videos, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And once again, if you want to show your support, get some access to some material you can't get uh, out there in the wild, you got to pay for the content. The Candare Patreon Pod and Candare Fantasy Fight. Just head over to Patreon.com forward slash CandarePod or just take the, take the link on our website and become a patron. Get access to all that stuff for $5 a month. Come on, Pete. Mm-hmm. $5. You can spare it, right? Yeah, if you like what you're hearing here. Come on. I love what you hear there. What you got, Randy? All right. So attention, video game, comic, and toy vendors. Your boys here at Canned Air hosting the Torgs 2020 Summit next May in Lewis Center, Ohio. $40 gets you an eight-foot table until February, but act fast because they're going fast. With an anticipated 2,000-plus uh, attendees, special guests, tournaments, cosplay, uh, it's going to be a fun time, and uh, if you're interested, shoot us a message or check out the website, www.torgevents.com. That's www.torgevents.com. There it is. There it is. Am I forgetting anything? Is there anything else we need to cover? No. I think that's an episode, gentlemen. And there it is. Yeah. A Disney episode. A Disney episode. That you don't have to wait for it to load. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. If you heard this, you didn't, I guess. But uh, I guess that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And uh, for this one, I'm Todd Zerloff. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Watch me ice skate!
Wait, come back. The ice could break. Whoops. Help. Quickly, walk back to the edge. Stop, you'll break through the ice. Snow job! Grab this branch. You should have been listening to canned air. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Snow job, how'd you get your name? Um... G.I. Joe! The other thing on here, what was that? Willow's on here. I'm cutting that get her done out here, by the way. That shit has no room here. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on! <laughs> 